0: You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Good morning. Good morning to you. And wherever you're listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Mm. Good night, even. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. (laughs) Good night, nobody. What a creepy book. <laughs> Ever read that book? No,
1: but it sounded really dark there at the it's end. It's
0: a children's book. Good night,
1: nobody. Yeah. It's, that sounds it like... It freaks me out a little bit. sounds like one of the, like, the way you would tell an urban legend or a creepypasta.
0: I'm pretty sure that book shows up in the movie Life, the alien movie <gasps> that came out like five yeah, or six years ago. I, I genuinely like that movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So
1: anyway, how's it going? It's going pretty dang well. No complaints. To speak of
0: how about yourself i'm feeling peachy keen that's pretty great nifty thrifty that's even better yeah, <laughs> is yeah. It? i don't no, know. i feel good yeah no i mean things are going well you know <laughs> that's good to hear good good stuff it's mm. yeah nothing to complain about i mean i feel like life is exciting but you know yeah it's just i mean basically the same old same old though you know yeah i get weird
1: about that sometimes when people like i haven't spoken to in a while this happened when i got my haircut recently and um very kind she's like yeah hey what's going on what's new and that's the kind of question that just paralyzes me you know what's new like
0: what have I done new
1: recently nothing nothing is new it's not nope you know I'm just keeping on yep thanks for asking yes sorry to kill this conversation immediately (laughs) but I've got nothing new to tell you (gasps) <gasps> that happened at the doctor recently. Oh there's so so many times in close like succession I'm like, brother,
0: I've got nothing for yeah. you. Listen, my life I have a good routine, yeah, good habits, good discipline like, when I'm doing my stuff.
1: I end up reaching for things and sometimes I'll think ahead of time. I'm like, what can I <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what can I offer? <laughs> Let me store away this conversational nugget.
1: <laughs> it's like, I've been in a wedding, I'm about to attend a wedding, that's that's the, that's the biggest, guys. That's yeah. what I got for you. Hey, that's fun.
0: That's great. Wedding season, <laughs> am I exciting. right? Yeah, yeah, sure like, is. They don't know, they don't care. <laughs> <sighs> Polite. Yeah. Well, anyway, hope all's going well with you all who are listening. And, uh, you know, if you've uh, been around, you know, if you attend the church, <laughs> you know we've been in this series called Choices, where we've been looking at the distinct choices that Moses had to make in order to walk the path of faith and fulfill the works that God had for him to do and how, uh, you know, his life can teach us how to make the same kinds of choices in our own, right? Mm -hmm. Great. And if you attend the Lost Creek campus in particular, shout out to all our other campuses. I love you guys. We've got the environmental projection (laughs) at Lost Creek. Yeah. And uh, you may have noticed on the environmental projection, there's a silhouette in the background that might look strangely familiar. (laughs) If you've seen the animated classic, The Prince of Egypt. Yes. The oh. Prince of Egypt. That's a little <laughs> thing right there for you. I enjoyed it. Yes, that. and uh, as a rather huge fan of aforementioned film, yeah. I'm pretty sure we've alluded to it several times I here. hope so. I thought it would be rather apropos, because you suggested mm. that we ought to do a little podcast episode seems on the Prince of Egypt. Seems like topical. It's like, hey, we're in. We're talking about Moses. Like We ought to do that. And I was yeah. like, heck yeah. So yeah, here we are. And here you are listening to a podcast episode in which we will discuss the Prince of Egypt. And uh, as our resident film critic, <laughs> uh-huh, my man, <laughs> oh boy. Why, why don't you lead us off? Why don't you take us into the glories, oh, man. the splendors? There are
1: so many cool stories about this that I did not know about before researching. Oh, Um, well, I'm excited (laughs) to learn. It's so fun. So, um, Obviously, it's no secret that we love this film. Yes, we do, and I'm sure any listeners our age or even their parents who watched it with them might well love it too. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing most of us won't know much about how it came to be. Having a clue? Oh, not an man. idea. Okay, so DreamWorks, the the studio responsible for making this wonderful, wonderful piece of cinema. Yes, it kind of exists because of a feud.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah, like a fight, like a like a.
1: Yes, I never would have guessed this because DreamWorks is just ever since I was a child. I'm like, it's just oh, yeah. they just exist, man. Right.
0: Yeah, the same. <laughs> DreamWorks Ex Nilio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the story goes that Jeffrey Katzenberg left Disney. Yes, this is a this is a Disney. This is a guy
0: who works for Disney.
1: Yeah. He leaves Disney in a huff. I think it's like he wanted this recently vacant CEO position or president position. But apparently that wasn't working out. So he left, got together with two other friends, one of which is Steven Spielberg. Oh, Steven Spielberg. They're like, let's create a rival animation studio. Wow, to
0: Disney. That is <laughs> like, this is impossible. Do you
1: hear yourselves? <laughs> but um, as Miriam will eventually sing to us, there can be miracles when you believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <This is> a- <laughs> I'm so ready that is for that. So perfect. <laughs> um, so this this project um, is basically their their very first their inaugural animation project for that is Dreamworks. <laughs> Isn't it insane? Technically it's not the first release but it was the first in development. Funny little fact is that they released the much lesser known ants. Oh, yeah. yeah the disaster
0: Im- imitation of A Bug's Life. Life. Yeah, not good. No, not good. Cri- weird. <laughs> weird. Not in the good way. Not no. like, oh, that was weird. It was like, oh I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel gross.
1: It wasn't supposed to release first, but the funny thing is they wanted to beat Pixar to releasing their bug-themed animation movie so they moved it up to october instead so it got the first release from dreamworks not a great start unfortunately they had the prince of egypt in the works but it's funny that it's like yet another dispute this time with another big name steve jobs who was entangled with pixar at the time oh yeah it's like this dude is making like the worst enemies yeah
0: he is he's really he's got a bone to pick or something for real.
1: But um, as luck would have it, as they're striking out to make this new studio, Katzenberg had always wanted to make an animated adaptation of The Ten Commandments.
0: Really? That's what, (laughs) wow.
1: Yeah. Like of Charlton Heston fame. And Spielberg was like, you should do that, man. Like, that's the thing you should do. And it's not something like he'd wanted to for a while and Disney just hadn't pulled the trigger on it. And um, it's the project that would eventually become... The Prince of Egypt. Well, how about that? That huge leap there, because we do see a little yeah. snippet of The Commandments at the right. end of the film. And that's something that Spielberg specifically said, like, you ought to include that. You yeah. ought to, like, pay homage to that. Now, when they were, like, writing this, they they really did their homework. And I'm sure as any fan can attest, it paid off. Yes. Such a good answer. It's really good. <laughs> but, like, in order to shore up their storytelling, they reportedly worked with, like, 600 or so religious experts. Like multidisciplinary, you know, like wow. like Jewish, Christian, you know, like yeah. the range of people who all say yes, Moses is real and a person, and we believe, you know, yes, just to make sure they were they're going to do it justice and they were telling like an, uh, a truthful,
0: authentic story in a way that wasn't disrespectful. Wow. Did not know that, though.
1: Ironically, it was banned in some country. <laughs>
0: Um, Probably something about showing images of a prophet. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Um, But, you know, like there is some creative
1: license to to their stories. But Mm -hmm. I think pretty much without fail, at least for my money, they tell a story that's consistent like with the character of scripture, if not necessarily the letter. Yeah.
0: And that's always a struggle I think people Mm. have to wrestle with when you're making a film or media adaptation of biblical content is like, you know, this movie is not a precise biblical exposition of the book of Exodus. and right. It's not meant to be. Yeah, Like exactly. nobody's trying to fool you into saying, now this is a sermon on Exodus <laughs> chapters, you know, three through 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it, it's a movie. But exactly to your point, and that's interesting to learn yeah. about all the experts they consulted because it doesn't really take any crazy, inexplicable, indefensible artistic license either. Yeah, exactly. I think of the other... <laughs> more recent Exodus film Exodus Gods and Kings. Mm. Ridley Scott directed oh, that. Oh, okay. And I like Ridley Scott. Yeah. But, like, there's a movie it's like, what is this? <laughs> like, I remember like, even watching it in theaters, and like it wasn't even a good movie i didn't think oh, like it was no. like on its own merits i was trying to be like well i'm just gonna watch it as a move you know i mean as much as one can i was like it's just not not even like a great movie but then they took all this weird license like the idea oh, there's no burning bush of course but oh. then the idea is like oh well moses is talking to god but it's because he got hit in the head and he's seeing like okay you get things like that it's like yeah. you're taking some license there yeah. you know you don't see that in this right in this movie they take it quite seriously yeah like you get some things that show up that's like, oh, that's not in the text, but it's nothing that's like, well, now we're into, you know, you're going to, you're saying Moses didn't actually speak with, you know, the Lord or something like that. You know what I mean? exactly. Um, And, uh, I mean, the Prince of Egypt is truly stellar in all those regards, I think.
1: When you first said Exodus, Gods and Kings, the one I thought of instead was Gods of Egypt, which is sort of like if Michael Bay made a Transformers movie, but instead they're like Egyptian gods. (laughs) And, like, like he watched 300, and I'm like, I could do that, too. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. It's like, whoa, buddy. This is-, is this a real movie? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. I looked at it. That up the- is crazy. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's, like, very heavy into this, like, CGI yeah. spectacle fights. And I'm like, this looks like some hot garbage. <laughs> but I think I want to go watch it. <laughs> Give it a try. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, what you're saying is, you know, they don't derail the message of what they're trying to, you know, share and i think like maybe the easiest point that comes to mind for me is like we can't necessarily reference like a brotherly family drama
0: yeah, but mm-hmm.
1: it serves as a vehicle for the most essential movements of the larger story. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it like it makes them feel grounded and mm-hmm. personal. Yep. Like when I think about the burning bush, I think about this burning bush. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that scene gives me chills. I just like right now as I'm talking yeah. <laughs> to you. Yes. like that gives me chills to think about the way that you know you hear this conversation brought to life mm-hmm. and the intonation yep. and the way they you know they make they make it come alive. Yes. it puts like the meat of imagination on these bones and it, it really puts color into that. Yeah. When I think about the sea parting, I think of this. Yes. 4-minute sequence. <laughs> it took animators 2 years to create. <laughs> yes. 2 years to make that scene T- and 10 people worked on it. 10 people took 2 years to make this 4-minute sequence and it's one of the only moments in the movie that they are incorporating 3D animation into their work.
0: 2 yeah.
1: years? But we re- we've been thinking about it for 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That paid yeah. off. Like, <laughs> I think like, it's just—it's so clear that like all of their work and their research and even the concessions they made to tell a concise story. Yeah. like it pays off because it resonates with us all these years later.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true.
1: Like, like these scenes and the way they're presented—they're like indelible to my memory. Yes, the burning bush, blue fire—is it yep. blue? It is in my head. K&A. <laughs> it's just you know, but like that's—it's just—it's so. Beautiful in the way that it it gives you this imagery, this artistry to latch onto as you're actually reading it separately in actual scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, it gives you this, all of these like beautiful pictures. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, well, golly, at at this point, I think we just need to pause and say, if for some reason you haven't seen this movie yet, (laughs) why haven't you seen it yet? You know, it's not a kitschy or poorly done film. I think we're, we've probably, hopefully, made that clear. And if you've seen that, you know it. Because, you know, I mean, again, we, we you talked about this at the beginning. It's made by DreamWorks Animation. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe at the time, I didn't realize this, they weren't heavy hitters back then. Yeah. But, like, that is the other, like, huge animation studio. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: They actually did become the rival yes, enterprise. Yes, they
0: did. They did. And it has the voice talents of Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. Ralph Fiennes, Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, Sandra Bullock, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and... Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart is in this movie, guys. Patrick Stewart plays the Pharaoh. He's the Pharaoh, guys. It's so good. There is no more perfect casting for that guy. Um, you know, it's an absolute all-star cast. And here's the other thing, because um, the last time I watched it was probably last year. I, I, I watch it. I probably once a year. I probably I'm just yeah. like I need to sit down and watch this. And even though it was animated all the way back in 1998, it's which is funny to it's think so about, insane. it still holds up, in my humble opinion. Like, yeah. it is animated just as well as, or I'd say in its own style, even better than some things you might see today or subsequent to it. Yeah, I'm like, It's, to it's agree. just So good. Mm-hmm. And the music was scored and orchestrated by Hans Zimmer. Yeah, the one and only, man. Like, possibly.
1: Come on. Possibly the most influential composer in the modern age.
0: Yeah. It's like, I'd put him up there, like him and John Williams. You're not going to get any better than them. And uh, all those guys contributed to this movie. Dude, it's it, a good movie, guys. <laughs>
1: it is. And I, like, coming from the both of us, like, I have a very, very low tolerance for sort of, like, poorly executed religious sentiment. I'm like, yep. if it's not good, I'm out, man. Yep. And I will make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is genuinely, sincerely excellent. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you know, you're talking about the cast that's so stacked. Like the likes of which you almost never see now. You just have like one or two big names these days to Mm -hmm. sell a film. This is chock full of them and when they were creating it like the the animators actually took cues from the vocal performances Mm. of the people to craft like the expressions and movements of the characters and like it it shows man yeah you can tell that's (laughs) Jeff Goldblum
0: (laughs) I can see his expressions in Aaron's face it's like it's so I
1: love it so much a little fun fact about the casting I just kind of discovered on a whim first of all to your point you cannot beat Patrick Stewart You just—he is the perfect stoic pharaoh. Um, Yes, but they nearly considered one of my favorite voices in the world, Jeremy
0: Irons. That also I can see Jeremy Irons in that role as well. Second best choice. Yes,
1: and if you're like, who is Jeremy Irons? You might recognize him as Scar from the Lion King. Yes, I mean, come (laughs) on, like so good—the villain that made villains cool. Yeah, for me anyway. Yeah, (laughs) it was like it was Scar. (laughs) But uh, Sir Patrick was was the right was the right fit for the role. Yes, but that brings me to uh, my my next fun little segment here, mm. which is what's your favorite song
0: and oh, why? That is a great, great question. You can't, we can't talk about it and not ask that, you know? Oh, I know. I know. I feel like I'm going to have to cheat because <laughs> I I, am two, too. Okay. <laughs> I come back to two over and over again as yeah. my favorites. And I'll just go in the order they appear in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the first one is the very first song, oh. the introductory where it's like, with the sting of the whip on my shoulders, the salt of my sweat on my breath. Like, like, I don't know why. There's something about the feeling of that song. Yeah, And then especially, because it's kind of long, like if you technically take the whole piece of music, it runs from the opening until like Moses is taken out of the basket. Mm. But the last lines of that song are my favorite because, you know, the whole theme of that song is deliver us. Like it's the, you know, Mm. Israelites crying out in their slavery, you know, deliver us. And um, the last lines are, and it slows down. Like, he slows down the tempo a little bit to bring it to this crescendo. And the lines go, uh, deliver us, send a shepherd to shepherd us, and deliver us to the promised land. That's, like, simple lines, but, like, there is something about the way they're they're sung and the build yeah. behind it. And then his mother delivers the last. Like, there's a final uh, deliver us, and then yeah. boom. And it's just, oh, so good. But um, I really, really elaborated on that. Because I really think my, my favorite song is The Plagues. Yeah. The Plagues. Isn't it great? Because... Well, I mean, that's like asking me why I like the plague song best is I feel like asking me like, well, why do you prefer civilization to savagery? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> even know where to begin. It's, you know, it's so good. There's so much happening there. The music is epic. Mm-hmm. Like it just it like and I don't mean that in the overdone like, oh, that's epic. I mean, like, no, epic. Yeah. In the classical full weighty <laughs> sense of the word. Um And the animation, like, going through the plagues the way they do. Yeah. And uh, the emotional drama between these two, you know, in the story, they frame it as Moses is the brother of, the adopted brother of Pharaoh, Ramses. And uh, the way they play off each other, like, oh, it's just so, so good. It really is. So, anyway, that's mine. What about
1: yours? All right, so I also have kind of a, a split answer here because I adore All I ever wanted. Oh, that
0: is also Uh, a great great song. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's this like tiny four note piece of the melody that you'll you'll know right away when he sings This is my home. And I just oh Mm. gosh. Like I cannot control myself in a room when I hear that. It's almost embarrassing to be around me. it's just
0: so. What's good. funny is like I can feel the emotion swelling to my face right yeah. now, like thinking about that song too. Like it's just yeah. so ugh.
1: And I love the writing of that song. When he's yeah. like, This is my home with my father, mother, brother, oh so noble, oh so strong. Mm. Now I am home. Here among my trappings and belongings I belong. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. Oh gosh. Uh, I mean, so good.
1: I hate to say it, but if I was Moses, the movie might end right here. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <You> not. <know? laughs> <laughs> The end. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you make a good argument, <laughs> Moses. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, right. I can agree. Yeah, but you know, like for me, that's exactly what makes this so emotionally compelling. Is that like <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you know, and he gets it, and it's like that's where he is at the beginning of the story until circumstances force a change. Yeah, it's not that like oh I grew tired of this and I grew a conscience. It plays a role, but it's the unavoidable consequences yeah. that force a change. And I'm like. Okay, now I, I can't help it. I have to take this journey with you now. Yeah. But the other part of my answer is that this melody. That Four Note Melody is reprised because they're brilliant songwriters. It's brought back in what has to be, as you said, perhaps one of the best, if not the best song, the second most played on Spotify, uh-huh.
0: The Plagues. Oh, yes. That's so good. See, look at that. <laughs> <So> excellent. <laughs> it is. Oh, excellent.
1: Um, and that, like, beautiful, just beautiful duality that they strike between the parts of Ramses and Moses because they, they trade off lines mm-hmm. and you see them both, like, you know, from across the sea of sand mm-hmm. as they're delivering their lines. It's just, it's just poetry. Yeah. And I think at this point of the story, you know, he's, he's singing now from a place of pain to those notes. This was my home. Oh yeah. That is so oh, good. Yeah, gosh, Man. Yeah. It like really pulls yep. at the heartstrings. It does. That does. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but. It is. I just. I think this film is is a masterpiece. Hopefully, if if you are new to it, this is like a compelling background enough that you want to go seek it out. But if you love it as much as we do, hopefully, it was rewarding to hear all these nuggets of information because I I think this is like a rare example of a film, let alone an animated film, that was award winning then and lauded even now. Yeah, it holds mm-hmm. up even now. Um, yes, and, and not just like in its approach to storytelling, which we could continue to praise. Yes, but like even in its execution, like it's yeah. a good looking film the 3d yeah. animation still looks good yeah that was never happens
0: yeah no it's like oh that's dated years later, yeah. dude looks so good Ugh, it's great yeah what a great movie oh mm, so good i love it so much and uh it is hard for me to believe that uh in some ways this is the same studio mm. that created another animated classic mm-hmm. shrek because <laughs> i love <laughs> shrek too <laughs>
1: okay you so know. this is <laughs> you've unlocked one of my favorite new facts oh, i will never ever 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 forget this i didn't want to like betray my credibility at the top of the episode here because i do not love shrek
0: <laughs> you know, this, this is a point of contention for the the pitts family versus ethan please write in
1: love- please write in if you do not love shrek <laughs> don't care <laughs> whenever when they were making this film when an animator would mess up they would be sent to work on Shrek (laughs) (laughs) they would be sent to work on it as punishment and they called it I straight up I almost didn't believe this if it's wrong someone writing the trivia on IMDB is crafty because it became known as being Shrek that was this, this happened in 1998 man the animators were way ahead of meme culture (sighs)
0: Like Moses being sent away from, (laughs) like, often, and then they come back to greatness. (sighs) Wow. I did not know that either. Yeah. I have just learned something new. It's wild, man. Here we are. Well, hopefully, if, as Ethan said, you have not... Watched Prince of Egypt yet, you need to rectify that. Please. Watch the Prince of Egypt. And if you have, you know, probably a good time to rewatch. <laughs> yeah.
1: I rewatched it ahead of our sermon series. Like, yeah.
0: Gotta get in the mood. Yep. Nope. That's that's where I am. I need to rewatch it. I can feel it in my bones. So yeah, give it a try. And uh thanks as always for listening. And if you have any questions on this or any other topic, feel free to email us at podcast at horizonschurch.net and If your soul was stirred by considering these things, you can leave us an honest five-star review in that old Apple podcast platform. So there you have it. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.